Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both SnoozeFest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Amy is a wife, mama to four children, and former special education teacher. She graduated from CPSM in June of 2023 and recently opened her business, Rhythms of Rest. After each of her pregnancies, Amy struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety and realized how much sleep affected her mental health. Amy's family moved to Amsterdam in 2017 and raised their boys there for three and a half years. She experienced her fourth pregnancy abroad and saw a totally different way of life for pregnant and postpartum mothers, one that normalized support and prioritized rest for the entire family. Amy's own experience with postpartum depression and anxiety, as well as her time abroad, ignited her passion to help moms create rhythms and routines so their families can thrive. Amy, welcome to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thanks, Jane. I'm so excited to be here. Before we get started, tell us about you. What is your professional background and why did you decide to get certified to work as a sleep consultant? Yeah, so I was um, an elementary special education teacher and briefly before I had kids. So I had a really short career, um, but being a mom of four really was kind of the driving factor for wanting to become a sleep consultant for sure. And did your kids sleep through the night at an early age? Did you have to work hard at it? What did that look like for you in your family? Yeah, so I thought they were going to sleep because I had read all the books. I had read the blogs. I had done the things. And I had my first baby when um, I was 23. And so I had no friends who had kids at that point. I kind of felt lost in the dark. And so um, I had read the books and thought my babies would sleep because of that. And um, it looked a lot different at two and three in the morning. So they did not sleep great. Um, my first, he was tiny. He was four pounds, 15 ounces. And motherhood just looked a little bit different than what I anticipated. Um, I thought things would just go by the books. And they definitely don't. I mean, you're raising people that are not robots. And so he did not sleep great. Um, I honestly struggled a lot with postpartum depression with each of my kids, and I didn't quite know it um, at the time that that's what it was, but my first did not sleep well at all. He was tiny. We struggled with nursing. It just kind of felt like this domino effect. And with each kid that I had, my postpartum depression and anxiety right after I had them seemed worse the more children I had. And we had our first three boys in three and a half years. And so, I mean, they were boom, 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 all of that. so they did not sleep great. And our fourth baby, she had a, we had a much bigger gap between um, our sets of kids. So the boys, three and three and a half years. And then our daughter came along five years after that. And so um, by that time, I knew a little bit more. I um, was determined to get her to sleep because I knew I just had a pre, you know, predisposition to anxiety and postpartum depression. And so I was determined 
um, to kind of set the stage right when she was born um, and do it right from the get-go. So we did a little bit more sleep shaping um, at the time and she ended up being a much, a much better sleeper. Yeah. And, and what was it about becoming a sleep consultant that really appealed to you? Was it just something that you felt like you could do at home while raising your kids? Was, was there a certain reason that you felt called to do this work? Yeah, definitely. I think looking back, I would have loved to have a sleep consultant. I, my mom passed away when I was young. And so, you know, when I was a new mom, I didn't have any help. I felt super alone. And um, I knew that there were people who could come into your house to do sleep training and help with that. But at the, that point in our lives, and we could never have afforded that, it just felt like this out of reach thing. And so um, knowing how much sleep affects mental health, that was a huge driving factor. And then also after we had our fourth baby, um, I was pregnant with her while we lived in Amsterdam. We moved there for my husband's job and we lived there for three and a half years. And during that time, I saw like a totally different way of life for pregnant moms and postpartum moms. I mean, I was blown away by the support that was offered. And so um, they have something called a chromosorg who comes right after you have a baby and it's, it's like a postpartum doula, but that is just the standard care after you have a baby. And so it got my wheels turning of, okay, there's, there's support that's available kind of for like an everyday mom. And once we moved back to the States, we had Lucy, um, she turned to and I realized, okay, I'm kind of ready. I'm ready to get back into work. Maybe I'm thinking, you know, in this new phase of motherhood, my three boys are at school. She's growing and getting bigger. She's our last baby. And so I really wanted to do something in the postpartum sphere, but I'm not, I didn't have a medical background. I had thought about going to counseling to do some, you know, postpartum uh, depression and anxiety support for moms, but that felt like this massive undertaking. And honestly, I stumbled across your course and I immediately was intrigued. I mean, I probably listened to your whole entire podcast in a week and a half. Like anytime I had a free moment, I was listening to the podcast um, and talked to my husband and a couple of friends. And I was like, this has been what I've been waiting for. This is exactly what I want to do because it just felt like something that that really fit with um, my story, my background, something that I would have desperately wanted to have and something that felt feasible to do while I had little kids at home. So our boys go to a hybrid school, so it's very heavy parental involvement. Um, we teach, parents teach on Fridays for some of the grades and it's half day school. And so that's just a huge part of our life right now. I didn't wanna give that up, but I also was just really itching to, to to work a bit and to help moms and feeling like I was coming into this new season. It's like, this is something that I could do where I'm still serving my family, being there with my family, but also really able to invest in new moms. Yeah, I love it. So I was looking back, you enrolled in Center for Pediatric Sleep Management in May of this year, and then you completed the course in, I think it was just about a month. Yeah. I'm wondering how did you juggle your learning with all of your other life responsibilities, taking care of your four kids? Yeah, I think I was really, really determined and excited about it. So um, it had been a long time since I had done anything. I felt like that used my brain and it honestly lit me up learning. So I would drop the boys at school. I have childcare a couple days a week for a two-year-old and I would go to a coffee shop. I kind of hide out in the back and 
I felt like I was devouring it. It was all these things that I wish I would have known when I had my little kids and it was so practical. It made sense. I was like, this is, this is what moms need to know. And so I felt like I definitely made it a priority. I feel like I probably said no to a lot of things that month just because I was, I was determined to do it, but I also thought it would take me a lot longer, but I think my excitement for it really helped it, you know, speed up. And my husband was great. I mean, I would lay in bed at night. I would do stuff. I'd wake up early and do stuff. And so I think just finding, you know, enjoyment was a huge factor. Yeah. I always say that to people, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how long is it going to take me to get through the course? And am I going to be able to handle this with whether it's my full-time job or I have three little kids at Mm -hmm. home or, you know, whatever anybody's life circumstances are. And I always say that if this is something that you want, if it's something that you're excited about, you're going to make the time to do it. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten an email late at night or a Facebook message from a brand new student who sends me a note just to say that they like cannot put the laptop down. You know, they're, they're just getting started and they're loving it. They're enjoying learning. It feels good to Mm -hmm. consume all of this really interesting information. And I really do. I love that you said that because I hear it all the time. If you're excited about it and you're interested in the work, then like you're going to take the time and do it. I think people make time for the things that are exciting for them. Definitely. So you're off to a pretty strong start. I I know you just launched your business pretty recently, I think this summer. And you, I saw somewhere that you posted in one of our Facebook groups that you already received a complete return on investment from the price that you paid to enroll in CPSM, which is so exciting. I'm so proud of you. Would you be willing to share a little bit about how you landed maybe those first couple of paying clients? What did that look like for you? Yeah, this was my biggest worry. I mean, I'm not someone who I don't know anything about sales. I don't know anything about marketing. And that honestly made me the most nervous. I knew after doing your course, I definitely felt confident in the sleep side of things. I felt like, okay, I have this good knowledge. I I mean, my four babies do sleep now. And so I felt like I had some practical experience. Um, but in terms of like kind of putting myself out there, I was really, really nervous about that. Um it was definitely a leap of faith, but I definitely jumped on a bunch of Facebook groups. I was just responding to people's questions a lot. I feel like I did that a ton, just really trying to provide value and even not expecting return on that initially. I just thought if I can kind of put my name out there as someone who knows what I'm talking about, kind of an expert in the field. Um, and then that kind of turned into some DMs. And a lot of those, you know, it was just people saying, okay, thanks, you know, thanks for the help, all of that. Um, And then some people signed on. So my first three clients were from Facebook groups. And um, yeah, it worked great. And then I think the biggest jump that I had, I had reached out to a photographer um, who was an OB nurse photographer. She had young kids. And I messaged her one day and I was like, hey, um, you know, I see this is what you do. I see this is your family. I'm a sleep consultant. If you need help with your own kids, I would be, I would love to do that for free for you. You know, if you'd share about it on your Instagram or if you want to do a giveaway or anything like that. And she messaged back right away and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, we have a six month old who doesn't sleep. And so I worked with her and she documented the process kind of day by day. And that was huge because I mean, she was realistic. Like the first couple nights were 
it was hard. Her baby was co-sleeping and they were transitioning to a crib. But by the end, I mean, seven to seven sleep. And so I think her documenting that as like a real mom um, really helped. I got some clients from that and we did a giveaway. And I was actually chatting with a friend the other day about something else that I felt like was helping kind of to get some, some clients recently has been in these Facebook groups, instead of just saying, hey, I'm a sleep consultant, really talking about some past clients that I've had. Um, like I'd recently worked with two 15-month-old twins and it, it worked great. We did chair method. It was, it was awesome. And so a couple people have commented saying, you know, I have 15-month-olds that are partially co-sleeping and I'll chime in and say, yes, I just worked with a family in a very similar situation. This was the transformation. And I think that speaks volumes to someone in a similar situation who I think these moms feel hopeless. Like I am the only one who is in this situation, my baby, it cannot get better. And then speaking into, oh yeah, I just finished up with someone in that same boat and this is you know, what it led to. So that's kind of been my avenue. Um, I'm not amazing at social media. I think just trying to find time is hard, um, but I'll dedicate a little bit of time a day to hopping on Facebook groups and um, really trying to work at my Instagram, but that's taken kind of a backseat to just like talking to people through DMs. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that you say like, I'm not really that good at, you know, <laughs> social media, but here I'm using social media to successfully yes. grow my business because I really actually very closely identify with that. I, um, I don't love Instagram. I actually, I've shared, I think on this podcast before, mm -hmm. I have not posted to my Instagram grid since September 22nd, <laughs> 2022. So literally in a few days, it will be an entire year since Amazing. I posted to Instagram. And at this point, it's just a sticking point. I, I think I'm going to post something on September 22nd <laughs> this year, just to say like, I yep. did it a year. Um, but I love to tell other sleep consultants and prospective CPSM students that like, you don't need to be on Instagram to grow a successful mm -hmm. business, you don't even really need to be on social media to grow a successful business. But you do need to be able to make meaningful connections with people. Yes. And the internet is a beautiful place to do that, right? So I think you do a lot of what I was doing when I was first starting my business, which is just making really nice, supportive connections yeah. inside of virtual communities, right, which might be a Facebook group. Um, but that can be done in person, just the For same, sure. right? Uh, it doesn't need to be done on the internet. I always say that the best way to use uh, social media to grow your business is to use it the way that it was intended to be used, right? So like, let's talk about Facebook. Facebook was created to network socially. Yeah, it's a social network, right. right? So if you use Facebook the way that it was intended to be used, which is to network online, mm -hmm. then you can have a very successful business using Facebook as a tool to grow. Uh, that doesn't mean that. So I never recommend like I have a Facebook page for both snooze fest and center for pediatric sleep management. I think it's been years since I posted anything to my Facebook page. I'm not doing that. I'm using it as a social network. I'm just networking in right. online communities. And I think that that's exactly what you're doing, which makes me so happy to hear that you're having success with that. I think it's it's actually easy when you let your guard down and do it from a place of like, I'm just here to connect. I'm here to help you. I'm here to answer your questions. Yeah. Um, I think people can feel that and sense that and then they're drawn to you rather than you being pushy about what you have to offer. 
Definitely. And I think so much of the conversations I've had with people have been, they've gone well because I think a lot of moms just want someone to like hear them out, to validate them, to be encouraging, to give them light at the end of the tunnel without like coming in hot with this is, you know, this is what I've offered. This is my price. This is this. I think genuinely just like caring about them, their story, listening. I think that goes a long way. And even the clients, that I've had so far, I feel like that's been something too. I mean, they'll text other questions like, when when is the bottom tooth supposed to come in different things? And so I feel like it's just been fun. Like this, it feels like a lot of parenting um, encouragement. And so that's been a cool twist that I wasn't expecting, but I really enjoyed that because when you're a new mom, especially, everything's new, it's different. And there's constantly new things coming. And so I think just having someone who's, who's nice to you, who's encouraging, who, um, is kind of in your corner is makes a huge difference. One of the things that I love most about this work is that it's so incredibly rewarding. And I think your timing was perfect in talking oh. about that little tooth popping up, right? Because I, I really identify with that. That's exactly, those are the conversations that we have with our clients that I think build a deeper connection yes. that allow them to really trust us at, a, at an even higher level, which ultimately I think leads to referrals down the road. Um, I'm wondering if you have any specific clients that come to mind that really had sort of like a special transformation or something that just felt so, I don't know, do you have a client that you can think of that just lit you up when you think about them? You're just so excited about the yeah. transformation that they had. Would you share a story? Definitely. So I finished up with a little girl. She uh, was 14 months by the end of it. She turned 15 months, but her mom was eight months pregnant with their second and this little girl had never slept through the night. The mom was either crawling into the crib at eight months pregnant to sleep with her daughter, or they were bringing her into the bed middle of the night. And so when we spoke, she was so discouraged and like zero hope. I mean, she was like, this is just how she is. She will never sleep. Um, so I wrote up the plan. We had a phone call and usually the consultation calls, I mean, they're, they haven't been that long because the plan's detailed. We went through it I mean, over and over again, it was over an hour and she wanted to be sure she had everything down. And so, I mean, we talked about the chair method. She's like, what if this happens? What if this happens? So, I mean, it was over and over and over again. And um, she was so, so nervous. The first night was hard. She texted me the second night and she's like, I cannot believe it. She slept the entire night. And what we figured out was this little girl had such an attachment to her mom's hair. We ended up giving her like a little transitional item herself. And I think she just needed space. She needed the confidence to know she could do it. And she's been sleeping beautifully since. So that was the shortest success I'd ever seen. But I think it just shocked the mom and getting her text messages have been amazing. The, when we wrapped up, she texted me and she's like, this has been huge for my marriage and for my mental health. And that brought me so much joy because I'm thinking, you know, my babies, it was hard in the beginning, but it was a couple months. Like this 15 months of not sleeping, her husband wasn't sleeping in bed with her and just seeing like, this is making a difference in someone's life, you know, not just in this like blip of parenthood, but in terms of their whole family structure. And she's like, I feel so encouraged to do something with our new baby earlier on. So we're not in this position. So um, I loved working with her. And I think just seeing her like shock over it was so fun. <laughs> I love that. I, I actually had a family very similar 14 month old little girl who had never slept a night in her life and was, you know, nursing all night and bed sharing mm -hmm. the second half of the night. And literally, 
actually, I think it was the first night she slept through the night. Like she never woke up after we yeah. implemented that first new bedtime routine and she mm-hmm. fell asleep independently that very first night. That was it. And then we spent 14 days, 13 days, just like felling and celebrating. celebrating. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it was really, really, it was really, really fun. And you know, those are, those are the good ones. And there are others that are hard, but like, they're always so rewarding, right? Yeah. Every single time, you know, it never gets old. I was just telling, I was just before this podcast, I was on Zoom with somebody who's interested in enrolling in CPSM. And I was explaining to her that like, literally, I've been doing this for 11 years, and it never gets old. I just got a text message from a client who has a four year old who hasn't slept through the night in months. And last night, he slept until 515 in the morning, which for him is huge, 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 like it's we're not 100% there, but he basically slept through the night. And the way that she sent me a picture of him all dressed so cute and having a big smile on his face. And it was so clear that he was so proud of himself. Mom and dad were so proud of him. And I was so proud of all of them. And it just never gets old. Like I could, I could, I could live off these text messages for a lifetime. You know, it, it fuels me. Oh yeah, I've been telling my husband, I'll read them to him. I'll read them to my kids. I'm like, look, they're doing it. These babies are sleeping. Yeah, it's the absolute best. I know this is just the beginning for you, but do you have any thoughts on sort of what you want your business to look like down the road? I know you're just getting started, but you're off to a strong start. And I'm wondering, like, where are you going to be in the next six months to a year? Oh, thanks. I, oh, that's a good question. I definitely want to grow. I feel like right now I spend, you know, I'm spending a lot of time like trying to make those connections. So I would love, you know, a steady stream of people coming in. I think that would just be a dream come true. Um, maybe some more systems in place. I'm still like, Hey, do I start with an email list or how do how you know, how do I do some of those things right now? Um, I'm speaking at my first mom's event in November and I'm super excited about that. So really hoping to make some more local connections. A lot of mine have just been, I mean, I've had clients, one in Australia, one in England, and then like some just all over the U S. And so I really want, I'm from Atlanta. I really want to kind of hone in on this area. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that, but I do think just growing, getting more clients, but also really trying to find like this sweet balance of growing a business, being with my family. Um, and so, yeah, I'm every day, I feel like more excited about it and encouraged to see where it goes. So we'll see. Well, I am incredibly proud of you. I, you. I, I think I've told you, you're like what you're my shining star. You, <laughs> you really have like, I, you know, when you first got onto that zoom with me, I'll never forget. We, when when my students graduate, I do a Zoom strategy session with them. It's an opportunity to just get lasting questions answered, whether it's sleep yeah. stuff, business stuff, both. And you came to me all insecure and nervous about your pricing. And I just sort of like gave it to you. I'm like, you're going to raise your prices. Yeah. Like your website looks great. Your you everything you have looks great. You know what you're doing. You're a great sleep consultant. Like, let's do this. And and I don't know, like you did it, you're, you're off to the races, and you're doing so well. And I just can't wait to see all that you achieve. And I, I think in time, you will find that balance between work and family time when yeah. you're when you're first starting your business. I remember I was in that season myself, not too long ago, I started this business as a stay at home mom too. So I totally get it. Right. And you want to like build that momentum, so that you can actually sort of then 
take a sort of step back a little bit and let the business yes. continue to roll on autopilot. And I really truly believe that you're not that far away from that point. Um, you. My, my guess is that in six months or less, you're going to really start you're going to have one of those moments where like somebody signs up to work with you on your website and you have never even spoken to them. Uh, yes, the first time amazing. that happens, the first time that happens, it's so crazy because you're like, who is this person nice. and why are they paying me when they've never even spoken to right. me? Um, I can't wait for you to send me an email or a Facebook yeah. message the first time that well, ever happens. Um, but I think within the next six months for you, you're probably going to start to realize that more and more of your clients are coming to you by way of, other moms sharing your name with yeah. their friends. I think that's going to happen for you really soon. So I wish you all the success in the world. And thank you for having this conversation with me today. Before we wrap up, if people want to follow you on Instagram or check out your website, uh, anything you want to share? Yeah. So my Instagram is the rhythms of rest and my website is rhythmsofrest.com. Thank you, Amy. Uh, I can't wait to see all that you do. Thanks, Jane. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.